welcome to the Recovery Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. I'm a stroke survivor and grateful recovering alcoholic. Today, I'm going to talk about getting comfortable saying no. Um, I wanted to touch on why it's so difficult to say no and why it's so important to say no. So, um, I am a people pleaser and I think that there are, it seems to me more people that are people pleasers than not people pleasers. I think that's why so many people can relate to this topic of how difficult it is to say no. Um, saying no to people gives me sometimes a feeling of guilt even if I know I'm saying no for the right reasons, um, I still feel guilty. It gives me a little bit of anxiety. Uh, um, <clears throat> I don't want to disappoint the other person, even when it's something that I need to do for myself. Um, I have self-doubt, like, I mean, I could do it, but, you know, and in the back of your mind, you're thinking, Ah, the best I really shouldn't do it and um, this is something I'm struggling with so much right now because um, this vision impairment issue as I've said before I'm not blind but using my eyes hurts so there are things that I can do that I know I shouldn't do um, and it's not just saying no to other people. There is this need, uh, or requirement for me to say no to myself. And that is probably the most challenging thing that I'm facing right now. Um, some of the stuff that I'm going to talk about though relates to work and saying no at work because I also, um, I'm a marketing director and people bring uh, ideas to me, projects to me, you know, can you do this? Uh, and I need to balance, right? I need to prioritize everything that is going on in my department. Um, I have a couple departments under me now. So um, trying to juggle the resources and the, um, the, the real need for the projects uh, to be done, each one that's brought to me. So um, needing to say no is, is a big deal. And I, I don't, you know, I'll, sometimes I'll say yes and be like, oh, I'll, I'll just, I'll do it on the weekend. And that's not okay. I, sh I really shouldn't be doing that, um, for my own well-being. But I, I remember before I went on short-term disability, I actually, was dealing with one of my peers and wanted to make him happy. So I'm like, I'll just do it on the weekend um, because I can, you know. And I think I even said, why? Because I can, you know. Um, and and so it's, it's hard. It's hard to say no. Um, if I bring it back to sobriety, 
I had to start saying no to going to different events where there was going to be alcohol in the beginning because I needed to really evaluate how, uh, what my mindset was on any given day. So if there was a happy hour after work, um, I may say yes, a couple days ahead of time that yes, I intend to be there. But if I'm not on the day of the event, if I'm not feeling spiritually fit, uh, meaning putting my sobriety first, meaning I feel strong in sobriety, some days, um, I feel not strong in my sobriety, feeling like uh, if I was around other people uh, drinking, it's it's going to make me either jealous or angry or uh, I'm just not going to have fun if I'm around other people drinking. And those are days that I need to say no and I, I need to not be put myself in that environment because it's not what's best for me uh, on that day. So I really had to start learning how to say no and put my recovery first in those situations. Um, Now there are times that I wanted to say no because I didn't feel like putting myself in that situation. I didn't feel like being strong. I didn't feel like being around it because I wanted to ignore the fact that I was an alcoholic and everybody else was drinking and I couldn't, you know, and, and there's, there's a fine line there between those two situations or those two mindsets. And in those, um, I need to say yes. And I need to, build up that comfort. I needed to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's really what those situations are. So in those, I need to suit up and show up. And and quite often when I do that, um, I feel better. I feel stronger. It's it's like uh, I'm learning, I'm building up that muscle memory to be in a situation like that and not have a drink in my hand, an alcoholic drink in my hand, that is. Um, so the signs of discomfort when I should say no I wrote down a few of these. So, um, one is if, if what I'm being asked to do is going to make me feel guilty, then I need to say no. Uh, meaning if somebody, it's almost like, uh, my moral boundaries, you know, um, if, if what somebody's asking me to do is crossing those moral boundaries and I just don't feel comfortable, I need to say no. That may seem like an obvious one, but it really is helpful to me to 
say it out loud and acknowledge that um, because you never know when that kind of thing's going to happen. Um, there are also instances where somebody may be asking me to do something at work um, that I know is not right. And I need to feel comfortable saying no, um, that that is, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And I feel like I'm pretty good at that at work. I, I don't recall a time that I felt uncomfortable with something and I did it anyway. Um, I, I typically am, am pretty, there's too many ramifications for not making sure that I stick with my gut at work. So, um, on that level, I have a, it's pretty easy to say, to say no. Um, working, if I'm overloaded, I need to say no. Um, that is really for my own, you know, mental health, my physical health. Um, I shouldn't be, as I said before, working on the weekend just to satisfy somebody else's needs. You know, what is that other person doing? They're certainly not working, you know? Um, so, um, so when I, when I am overloaded, it, I need to recognize that and, and be able to, to say no. So, um, checking my motives Am I doing it for myself? Am I doing it, whatever it is, uh, for my own enjoyment? Am I doing it to help somebody else? Um, or am I doing it simply to please somebody else, but I only have negative feelings attached to, attached to it? Um, these are all reasons, uh, to say no. So some of this stuff, um, like I, I have some examples of, of different ways of saying no. And it's, it's beneficial, I think, to just say out loud that with all of these, it doesn't take away that feeling of I'm going to hurt this person's feelings or I'm going to, this is not what they want to hear. But practicing saying no and saying it with clarity and confidence and assertiveness will begin to eat away at those negative feelings, that guilt and discomfort. So um, I wrote down a few examples. So uh, here are some, uh, some of them kind of make me laugh. It makes me laugh because, uh, because there's a, Big Bang Theory episode where Sheldon says, and I'm totally going to screw this up, but Sheldon says, um, oh, I would let, like somebody asks him to do something and he says, his response is, 
I would love to do that, but it sounds terrible. <laughs> and I feel like it is the best way to say no ever. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's the number one way of saying no. Um, but here are some here are some other choices. So sadly, I have something else going on. Another one is I have another commitment. Um, I wish I were able to. I'm afraid that I can't. And notice like none of these are saying why. And I think that is that's something that I've been trying to talk to my kids about is that we don't owe anybody an explanation. Like if they're asking you to do something, you just all they want is a yes or a no. You don't have to tell them why you can't. So I think that is the part that ends up making the conversation get uncomfortable. It, it makes the conversation be more about is that excuse truthful? Is it a lie? How uncomfortable is, do it, do, am I coming across making this excuse? Like saying no does not equal making an excuse. Saying no is just those two, two letters. No. Um, no, I can't. You don't need to say more than that. And I find that if I try to say more than that, it comes across as me not feeling confident in the fact that I'm saying no. So uh, back to the list here. So um, I'm honored you asked me, but I simply can't. I, I don't have the bandwidth for that right now. Thanks for thinking of me. However, I'm not able to. I'm sorry I'm not able to fit this in. Unfortunately, I already have plans. Maybe next time. No, thank you, but it sounds lovely. <laughs> that sounds like me. Um, so I think the most important part of all of those examples is that none of them say why. There is absolutely no reason to uh, to provide an explanation as to, as to why. And these are the benefits of saying no. At work, the benefit, the biggest benefit is providing a higher quality a level of work on the things that you actually are working on. Um, the more that you have piled on your plate, the more that you're trying to multitask and stuff, the less quality work that's coming out. So if you want to give respect to the people you've already said yes to, then you need to know what your limitations are and when to say no. You know, it, it, it could be even a, another option for saying no is... Um, no, I really can't do that. I won't be able to give it um, the, the time that it deserves. You know, something like that. Now, that's getting into the excuse part, but, um, but it's more thinking, putting yourself in their shoes and like, 
what what would be an acceptable reason for this person not doing this work I'm asking them to do? And, um, you know, I, I would respect somebody who says, uh, if you want me to do, I, I won't be able to do it because I'm not going to do it well for you. Um, I was just thinking of something that uh, that's important that goes along those lines. Um, I've been having this happen all day today where I'm in the middle of a thought and it just goes away. Like, like the flick of a switch, like turning off a light. I have a thought and then it just disappears. This morning I was, I'm totally taking a tangent. This morning I was sitting in bed and I was thinking about something. And all of a sudden it went away so fast. What I was thinking of went away so fast that it caused me anxiety and I had a, a hot flash because I simply could not remember what I was just thinking about. I mean, and I was thinking about it for a good 30, 45 seconds, something like almost a minute. I was like totally thinking about something and then like a like an off switch, it just went away. It's like this connection in my brain wasn't there and I couldn't complete the thought. It's the weirdest thing. Anyway, it's happening right now. It happened four times this morning. Anyway, so uh, I'm not going to be able to tell you what I was going to say because it's gone, but we'll continue on with the benefits of saying no. So uh, next is um, taking care of your... Uh, your, uh, mm, sorry, it's happening for mental clarity and well-being. Um, that's a benefit of saying no to prevent burnout, to maintain strong relationships, to help others understand what your boundaries are and successful people know what their limits are. Successful people who are leaders are very familiar with how much they can add on their plate and, and when they need to start saying no. And um, by saying no, you're practicing self-reflection more often and self-care and self-love. And it takes a, a little bit of courage to say, uh, to say no. Um, but in the end, it's best for your physical, mental, and psychological health in order to say no. So, uh, I think, um, I'll just close this out because my brain is having problems tonight. And so um, one of the great things about this podcast is that the reason I'm doing it is because I had a stroke two years ago. And um, over the past two months, I've been uh, having trouble with my symptoms and 
one of those symptoms is uh, what I've been calling brain fog. But uh, as I continue to look at it and dissect it a little bit, it's kind of strange. And I've written it down for my doctor that, um, so the next time I go, which I think is September 5th, I can tell them that, um, that I'm having a hard time like completing my thoughts and I'm super forgetful and stuff, but hopefully I'll be able to articulate it to him. But, uh, so here's a little, just a little bit more about saying no, um, this assertiveness for saying no is a way of practicing self-love and it's a way of advocating for yourself. And at the end of the day, you really are the only one who can just 100% stand up and advocate for yourself to confidently and respectfully affirm what your needs are. And the benefits of being assertive, being able to say no, will improve your mental health, uh, improve happiness, uh, your self-esteem, and can allow for, uh, in your career, personal growth. Because if you're not loading your plate up, then you're having time to really provide quality work and to um, progress. And then so by clearly conveying and upholding your boundaries with others, um, you can you can practice assertiveness. So uh, a couple ways to build better boundaries and practice saying no is uh, to be prepared and you may want to just put together a little library of, of no's, a little a li library of your top, top five uh, ways to say no so you're prepared to say no at any given time and to be clear instead of... Um, instead of like kind of trying to beat around the bush about why you can't and so forth, just make it shorter, make your response much, much shorter. Don't give a why. Um, and you can still be loving and respectful uh, in that way. It's just you're coming across much more clear and if you come across more clear it just seems more assertive and assertive is not um, aggressive assertive is confident you can stay positive when you say no you don't have to sound like you're upset or you're angry or disgruntled or uncomfortable, you can be positive and say, no, um, unfortunately, I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's it. You know, that's, that's all that you need to say. Um, and be persistent because I know, I personally know several people in my life that if I say no, will come back with alternatives 
that may uh, try to influence me to say yes. And so in those situations, um, for me, I typically say the same sentence again. If I say, oh, that sounds wonderful, but unfortunately I can't go. If somebody were to come back to me with a suggestion on how they may be able to convince me to say yes, I will say the same sentence again. It really does sound wonderful, but I can't go. And and that's it. Like, um, because sometimes I have found that people want to know what the excuse is and in that battle, I'm going to win <laughs> because then it just becomes almost a game for me is how can I continue to say no and never say why? <laughs> so it's kind of evil, but anyway, it's funny. Um, okay, well, I'm going to end the episode. I apologize for some of the weirdness with my head, but that's part of listening to a podcast by a stroke survivor. And I want to always be real. And um, if there are any other people out there that um, that happen to listen to this podcast now or some other day in the future, um, they may be able to relate and can reach out to me. So it's important that I'm always talking about the, the real situation that I'm dealing with uh, with my health. So health. So I, I appreciate everybody else's patient who is here for the um, crazy learning, fascinating information that I'm communicating out. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow.